Hello and welcome to Embassy City Church Podcast. This is a place where all people can experience the love of God through the Word of God. Our prayer is that you will be inspired and transformed. Thank you for joining us today. So I want to jump into this. Uh, if you have your Bibles, I want you to go to uh, 1 Samuel 17. 1 Samuel 17. I'm going to read uh, several verses uh, in your hearing. Uh, you guys know I like to read a lot of the Bible. Unfortunately, uh, chapter 17 has 58 verses. And uh, what had happened was I don't have enough time <laughs> to read all those verses. So I'm going to read um, just some select verses and then uh, we can fill in the gaps. But this is uh, this is 1 Samuel chapter number 17. And uh, I'll start from the fourth verse, it says this. Then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze helmet, and his bronze coat of mail weighed 125 pounds. There's some people in here that weigh 125 pounds. He wore you. When he went out to battle. And he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. Uh, then it says, the, the, the shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam, tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. So he had like a real armor bearer. Not like some people have armor bearers. He actually carried a shield for this man. Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Why are you all coming out to fight? He called. I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But after I kill him, you will be our slaves. He, 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 he does a one-on-one -on -one battle. He says, we don't all have to die. We don't all have to fight each other. Bring out one from your side and, and, and let them go square up against me. We'll see who wins. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. This talk went on for 40 days, okay? 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion strutted. Can I just stop right there? Have you ever seen somebody strut? I mean, he full-blown peacocked them. Like, every morning and evening, twice a day. So for 40 days, they actually heard this taunt 80 times. Twice a day being taunted, strutted in front of the Philistine army. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. Now, just to fill in a little bit of blank, this has been going on for about a month and a half. David comes to deliver some food to his brothers. And at that time, Goliath is coming out to do one of his daily taunts. Like, I don't know if it was the morning taunt or the evening taunt the morning strut or the evening strut, but he came to strut. And as soon as the Israelite army saw him, 
they began to run away in fright when they saw him. He didn't even taunt yet. They were like, ah! <laughs> David hears this taunt, and then he says, um, don't worry about this Philistine. David has been brought to Saul. He says, don't worry about this Philistine. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, is Saul's reply. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. Dude starts giving him his resume. I know you don't have any faith in me, but I'm a pretty good shepherd. Uh, when a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it. Can we just pause and celebrate the gangster <laughs> of this situation? He didn't say if it runs up on me. I go after it. If it even comes in my space, I'm going after it. I'm not waiting for you to get to my door. If I see you walk in my direction, we're going to have some words. I go after it with a club and a club. Not a slingshot. This is some close quarter combat right here. And rescue the lamb from his mouth. If the animal turns on me, <laughs> I catch it by the jaw. Y'all ain't read chapter 17 in a long time. You like this? <laughs> like, I know the gist, bro, but I didn't know he was. It was like, that? Then I'm turns on me. I catch you by the jaw and club it to death. <laughs> I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine. Two, for he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. <laughs> go ahead and give it a shot, man. I'm going to be back here. I got your back. Way back. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet, and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. Uh, I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd bag. Then, armed with only his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel who you have defied. Today? Today? Today. Today. The Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you, and cut off your head. See, y'all only heard this in youth church. You, <laughs> you only used to the G-rated version of this story, but this R-rated version, though? This real close to NC-17 version, though? 
And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there was a God in Israel. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear, all this. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I will go fight him. If you're taking notes on this message, the title of this message is very, very simple. Did you get taller? That, 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 that's, the, that's the question you ask when somebody has a growth spurt. You haven't seen him in a long time. Did you, did you get taller? There's something about, did, did you get taller? So, some of y'all are asking uh, y- yourselves, and I know you are, man, man did Tim get taller? Because like, I can see his ankles. Did he have a growth spurt and not have a chance to let out the hem on his pants? Did he, did he get taller? Did he get taller? Did you get taller? Bow your heads, let's pray over the word, shall we? Holy Spirit, grow us up. Amen. Let me give you the definition of a growth spurt. The definition of a growth spurt uh, is... Uh, an occurrence of growing quickly and suddenly in a short period of time. So that's what a physiological growth spurt is. It is an occurrence of growing quickly and suddenly in a short period of time. Uh, One one of the signs, or a couple of the signs of uh, a physiological growth spurt is increased hunger and sleeping. These are signs of a uh, physiological growth spurt, increased hunger and sleeping. I have an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old right now, and they are right in wherever that definition is. That's where they are. Um, uh, On both sides, on the hunger side, my grocery bill can testify that, that they are growing. On the sleeping side, um, uh, the amount of times we have to go in there and try to wake them up uh, lets us know that they are growing. But my, my son, I don't know where he's getting his height from. I think he's getting the height I pray to have. <laughs> I'm five foot nine and God stopped me there. He was like, perfect, let's go. Um, but I prayed to be at least six feet. Uh, and, and my son, I think sometimes prayers skip a generation because it's not all about us. And, and that thing landed straight on my boy, and he is just growing tall. He's eating everything. We sit down to eat, and as we're eating, while he still has a full plate of food, he's asking, you going to eat that? <laughs> we're, we're like, bro, eat all of your food first before you come looking in this direction. And he's giving me a look like, no, for real. I'm going to do all this and half of yours if you give me permission. They're having, a, they're, they're having growth spurts, and, and, and all of us have growth spurts. You should never be at a point in your life where you stop growing. You should have never arrived anywhere. You should be a lifelong learner. You should be a, a, a lifelong uh, 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 discoverer. You, you should be somebody that is 
constantly curious about what's next and, and, and what you don't know and, 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 and getting better. Even if you, I'm the master in this, I've done my 10,000 hours and I've mastered this part of my life, do 11,000, do 12,000, do 28,000, but don't stop growing. As we grow physiologically, we also grow spiritually. We're meant to be growing spiritually. There's always going to be something in your life in front of you that's going to be forcing you to grow. The moment that you feel like I have arrived spiritually is the moment you need to reconsider where you are spiritually. Because if you're not being bothered in any area of your life, you might be on the wrong side of the battle. The enemy doesn't want to provoke you in any direction. Now, I'm not just saying, I'm not saying that you can't have a season of peace, but there should be always something going on in you that the Holy Spirit is showing to you that you're going, oh, man, I need to work on that. Oh, I need to grow there. Oh, I thought I had it. I did good for three and a half weeks, and then your tone of voice made me, ooh. I still, I love you, but I didn't like the way you said that when you had said that. And the way my PTSD is set up, <laughs> I get slightly triggered. In the story in 1 Samuel chapter number 17, we read about David having an incredible growth spurt. He has been chosen by God after Saul's rebelliousness to become the king of all Israel. He is anointed Oil is poured upon his head. He is chosen, but the time hasn't come for him to take the kingdom. God can speak a prophetic word over your life and tell you what you are going to do or who you are going to be, but it doesn't mean the timing always lines up with when he told you. God can speak something to you about 2020 in your life. God said this year. I will crack a million dollars, but don't expect it by the 31st, especially if what you have in your account now (laughs) won't round up to a million, it rounds up more to a hundred. The time that we have to grow in 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 the seasons that we go into Make us have these spurts. David is told to do a very, very innocent thing. Take some lunch to your brothers. They're hungry. They're on the battlefield. I need you to go check on them. And David intends to go right there, drop off the food, and go right back to taking care of the sheep. But when he gets down there, the taunt of Goliath makes him pause. I defy the armies of Israel today. Who's going to come out and fight me? It's been a month and a half. They didn't find nobody. Saul wasn't going to do it. His right-hand man wasn't going to do it. The the commander-in-chief is frozen, and nobody knows what to do. David shows up, and he goes, Oh, I I volunteer for this. So I want to give you, I want to give you three signs that you're having a spiritual growth spurt based on what we read in chapter 17 of 1 Samuel. 
I want to give you the three signs of a spiritual growth spurt. Point number one, please write this down. You can see yourself winning. This is a sign of a spiritual growth spurt when you can see yourself winning. Here's what it says in 1 Samuel 17 and 32. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. You know you are having a spiritual growth spurt when you see yourself winning in situations that you used to be afraid of or that you wouldn't even volunteer to fight in. Somebody would raise their voice and you'd be like, ah, no. And now you're like, okay, that's fine. But when the enemy's attacking you in certain areas of your life, you can now see yourself winning to the point where you're like, no, devil, this is not going to be this year. Things are going to be a little bit different this year. I'm not going out like I did in the past. Some things are changing. I can see myself winning. I'll go fight him. Well, the situation at the job is very, very tumultuous, and they they said they're going to do another round of layoffs. I'll go talk to the boss. Well, well, the the, the threat of divorce has entered our home. Well, well, we're going to have to have have a conversation about this. Well, my my, my children are are, are starting to get confrontational, and and, and they're they're acting out in certain ways, and I'm going to start praying. I'm getting on the offensive. I'm I'm not just going to stand back and wait anymore for stuff to happen, nor am I going to remain frozen in front of the enemy taunting me. I'm not going through another year where he's robbing my peace, robbing my joy, robbing my sleep. I'll go fight him. There's some people that uh, 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 they they don't go to sleep with their, uh, you know, mobile devices uh, near them, and they put it in in another room. And it forces them when the alarm goes off, to have to get up and go in another place and turn it off. In the same way, David starts saying, hey, uh, I just want to remind you of the type of person I am. Um, uh, I I would go after the animal that was threatening. If I saw it around the sheep, I'd go after it. I I didn't wait till it showed up. I went to go fight. So so I'm not going to wait until, like, 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 let me slow down. David didn't show up to the battle, hand off the food, hear Goliath's threat and go, man, I hope y'all figure that out. <laughs> it ain't my problem. He didn't say nothing directly to me. <laughs> but you did just offend my kin folk. <laughs> see, 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 we have prayer every Thursday yeah. here. And, and we pray for the needs of this entire church. We, 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 we pray over you all. We have a, we have a day and a, and a time set to pray over everybody. We go on the offensive. We don't even wait for y'all to put in prayer requests. We preemptively pray over y'all. We're not waiting for, for, for something to come directly to us. We're saying, wait a minute, if it's your problem, it just became my problem. If my friends call me and tell me they're in trouble, it just became my problem. Let me slow it down. I'm from California, Southern California, Inglewood, California. My older brother founded a gang in Los Angeles. Um, if somebody threatened me, I wasn't even in the gang. 
I just had the benefits <laughs> of the association. It just so happened that my brother helped found the game. So guess what? If you say something to me, you have just awakened a whole group of people that have much less scruple. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> than I do, and they will come after you. Just by the association. David shows up and he goes, just because they, I heard him talking about y'all, he's talking about me. And he's, because he's not just talking about y'all, he's coming against my God. He's coming against the covenant that God gave us that we've paid for and that we're faithful to. You know you're having a growth spurt when you, when you start saying, I can, I can see myself winning this fight. I'll go fight him. Point number two, please write this down. Point number two, the type of problem doesn't matter anymore. You know you're having a growth spurt, I'm telling you now. When the type of problem doesn't matter anymore. Here's what it says in uh, 1734. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it uh, with the club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too, for he has defied the, the, the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Finally, Saul consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. You know you're having a growth spurt when the type of problem just doesn't matter anymore. When, when, when the threat of Goliath, who is wearing a 125-pound a, a, a person, who, who's, who got on so much armor that, that, that he needs another person just to carry his shield. The, the response is, yeah, um, what's the difference? Well, what do you mean, what's the difference? He's, he, you're just a young boy, but he's been fighting since his youth. And he goes, yeah, but, but I kill lions and bears, though. I'm pretty sure Saul was like, oh, how cute you are. Lions and bears don't wear 125 pounds worth of armor, have a javelin with a 15-pound spear on the end of it, and another armor bear that's just holding a shield. David's response. No, they're pretty much the same. I, I, I don't, not really. I mean, if I, if I weigh it, lion, bear, Philistine champ. I, I don't, really don't see where the big difference is. See, you know you're growing spiritually when you no longer, it no longer matters to you what the situation is that you're coming up against. You're saying the same God that delivered me out of this will deliver me out of that and will deliver me over here. Am I talking to anybody in this room? I, 
I know I'm growing because I used to be able to handle money, but, but if people were, were mean to me, I didn't know how to handle that. Now, it doesn't matter anymore. Money, mean people, situations, don't have a job, don't have a car, crazy employees. It doesn't matter what you throw at me. It's all the same. The God that gave me victory over here is going to give me victory. So I did some research. Because I just started to get curious, because I'm a curious person. Remember, never stop being curious. Yeah. And, and I never thought about this. As long as I've been reading uh, this passage, as long as I've been preaching from it, it never dawned on me to think about this. I was like, you know what? Let me go to Google <laughs> and, and ask Google about these lions and bears. I became, I got curious. It's the first time I got curious about this in my entire life. I just got curious. I just wanted to know. Curiously, I wonder how tall a lion is standing on its hind feet. And I found out that a lion standing on its hind feet is between seven and ten feet tall. Cool. Um, and then... I just decided, I wonder how tall a bear is standing on his hind feet. So, so I went and Googled that, and lions, uh, and, and, I'm sorry, bears are, are about um, eight and a half feet tall. Well, Goliath was nine feet, seven and a half inches. So David is like, I mean, if the lion stood up, he about his height. <laughs> if the bear stood up, he about his height. Yeah. Goliath standing up is about their height. <laughs> it don't matter. The same God that gave me the victory over the lion yeah. is the same God that gave me the victory over the bear is the same God that's going to give me the victory over Goliath. The same God that gave you the victory in 2018 is the same God that gave you the victory in 2019 is the same God that's going to give you the victory in 2020. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm trying to help you understand it doesn't matter what the problem is. You have a God that can answer them all. And you know you're growing up when it just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. What was it in 2018? Didn't have a job. Mm. What, what was it in 2019? Well, you know, the family was crazy. My marriage was kind of rocky. Mm. What is it in 2020? I don't even know yet. It's just the fifth. <laughs> but whatever it is, yeah. I know that my God will give me victory. Some of y'all, this is going to be such a good word for you this year. That just needs to be your response. If, when something hits you, it don't even matter no more. Did you know? Don't even matter no more. It was so funny. All the memes this weekend. World War III! We gonna die! It's going down! Missile strikes are coming! Just don't even matter no more. 
I will be at Chick-fil-A tomorrow. <laughs> You're not going to get me to stay in the house. <laughs> Whatever it is, I know that our God Hallelujah. can take us through it. All right, point number three, then we're done. Point number three, you know you're having a growth spurt when you know who conquers and you know who kills. You know you're having a spiritual growth spurt when you know who conquers and you know for sure who kills. Here's what it says. Today the Lord will conquer you. I'm a wordsmith. Words are important. The placement of them, I listen to words intently. Here's what he said. The Lord will conquer you. David is clear on who conquered stuff. I have no ability to do that. I'm only more than a conqueror because of Christ Jesus. So, So I know who conquers. It ain't me. But I will kill you. This is so good. Today the Lord will conquer you. And I will kill you. And cut off your head. <laughs> David goes into the battle going, God, thank you for giving me victory. That's it. Now I'm going to fight. See, some of us get paralyzed thinking, God, go get the victory for me. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. I'm in debt. I need you to, I, I, I need you to, to make, give me debt-free living, Lord. Do it, Lord. Here's the Lord. Pay your bill. <laughs> You up there praying fervently, Lord. Oh, Lord, do it. Bring my debt down, Lord. Supernatural debt cancellation, Lord. And here's the Lord. Oh, pay your bill. Stop buying purses and shoes. Put them Louis Vuittons back in G. Ho, ho. You praying, I'm praying. (laughs) What is wrong with me? Okay. He does the conquering. You have to do the killing. You you got some trauma from your past? He says, I'm going to deliver you out of that. You're going to break that generational curse. He's conquered it for you. Christ's broken body on the cross and his spilled blood conquered it for you. Now go to counseling. Go to counseling. Start being self-aware of the things that keep triggering you to go into bad cycles and bad behavioral patterns. God's doing the conquering, but you're the one that has to do the killing. (laughs) Somebody going to get free. I'm telling you now. Somebody is going to get free this month. He's doing the conquering, but we get to do the killing. This is what I love about it. This, this, this is why, see, 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 if you knew how much God wanted to do life with you, yeah. not life for you. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. Ooh. I wish I had time. He, he wants to do life with you, not for you. So, 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 so you do something good. That was so good. Thank you for doing it. Oh, it wasn't me. It was all the Lord. No, what? Because if it was the Lord, it wouldn't be good. It'd be great. It wouldn't even be great. It'd be perfect. Not only would it be perfect, it'd be righteous. 
Not only would it be righteous, it would be holy. That ain't you. <laughs> Your best day is filthy rags to him. And I won't even get into the real meaning of what that filthy rag is. I won't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. God conquers. We kill. David gets five rocks. He goes down to the battle. He runs down the valley. And he got five rocks. This is how confident he is in two things, his God and his skill set. He's confident in two things, his God and his skill set. He knows God conquers and gives him the victory, but he's like, I've been working on something. I've, I've been rehearsing something. I've, I, I've been over here practicing something with, with, with this slingshot. I, 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 I haven't used it in battle before. Get this. I haven't used it in battle before. Just been practicing in the lab to do some target shooting. Well, what were you killing with the lions and bears with? With my club. <laughs> you can find me with a club. <laughs> But I've, been, but, but, I've been, but I've been working on this thing over here. And, and I don't, I, I, I've been, I'm so confident in my skill set. I only need about five rocks to do this. I don't know what he going to do yet. But I just know between one and five, he's going to be dead. I, I, I don't believe David knew which rock was going to kill Goliath. I just think he knew he knew he didn't need more than five. The fact that it was the first one let David and everybody else know, you good. You just ain't that good to throw your first rock with a slingshot you've never used in battle and it sink in a man's forehead and he fall to the ground. To maintain the integrity of the R-rated version, David then runs up to Goliath, grabs his own sword, picks, takes his helmet off, picks him up by his hair, cuts his head off, and walks it back to Saul's tent. Is this the man that was... No, 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 man. Look at him, man. Is this the dude that was talking about you and our God? for a month and a half, and y'all didn't do nothing about it? Bam. Okay. Listen. This year, you're going to have a growth spurt. Hear me. This is not a message for this month. This is your message for this year. You are going to grow up this year. And by the end of this year, people are going to be walking up to you like, did you get taller? <laughs> Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? <laughs> What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? 
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. If you would like more information on our church, please go to www.embassycity.com. We would love to hear from you. Our prayer is that you have been inspired and transformed. Have a wonderful day and come back again.